Are you ready for God's word? I'm speaking today on rising like the eagle. Let's say it together. One more time. Rising like the eagle. This is the first of a two-part series or message to challenge you to stir up the spirit of leadership and distinction in you. In a sense, it's a continuation of the message from strength to strength. In every area of our lives, spiritually, physically, professionally, materially, financially, and in our health, we want to be transformed into the image of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so today we want to explore what it means to be an eagle in our generation. We want to understand and imitate the ways of the eagle. And next week we will explore what not to do as you rise like the eagle. Our foundational scripture is from Job chapter 39 from verse 27 to 29. Job 39, 27 to 29. It says, does the eagle mount up at your command and make its nest on high? On the rock it dwells and resides. On the crag of the rock and the stronghold. From there it spies out the prey. Its eyes observe from afar. May the Lord bless his word. Amen. The eagle is mentioned whenever we think of leadership strength authority majesty dominion and power nobody ever mentions the eagle to connote weakness fragility failure or timidity several countries including ours put the eagle on their either their currency or their coat of arms to communicate sovereignty and authority. Somebody see authority. So God wants you to enjoy renewed strength and leadership in your field and to do that you must mount up or rise like the eagle. To rise like the eagle, you must understand the ways of the eagle. The mannerisms, the philosophy, the attitude, and the posture of the eagle. So today I would like to share five attributes of the eagle that I believe will be a blessing to you as you rise 
like the eagle. The first one is that the eagle operates from an elevated position. An elevated position. From Job 39 verse 27 and 28, it says the eagle makes its nest in the highest places. It resides in the crag of the rock. That is the sharp protruding part of the rock that ordinary people like you and I, even when we watch on TV, we get scared. If you like watching channels that show nature, when you see the mountains and the rocks, it shows a very sharp protruding part that goes out there that ordinary people will not even dare to attempt to climb. That is the crag of the rock. And that is where the eagle makes its nest. The Bible calls it the stronghold the stronghold the eagle operates from a position of leadership and strength when you live like the eagle you lift yourself above the thinking above the language of those at the bottom when everyone says we are dying we are fainting. We are suffering. Things are going downwards. When you open your mouth, you declare that I am rising and I am shining. Hallelujah. The elevated place is the place that Joseph stood at when he said to his brothers, As for you, you meant to offend me. You meant to push me down. You meant to reject me and to throw me away. But I forgive you because in what you were doing, the purpose of God was revealed and that is to lift me up. When you operate in that elevated place, you see beyond what people say and beyond what people do at the purpose in the counsel of God. In this season of your life, God will do some spectacular things. And for that to happen, you must operate from the elevated place. Don't focus on what is happening around you. Because in the dealings of God, very often it is in crisis moments that God lifts up champions. It is in moments of impossibility that God raises up people. So the more you see problems around you, the more you must declare that there is a lifting and you are being lifted up. I came with an announcement for somebody that in the midst of difficulty, you are being lifted up. I said you are being lifted up. Stand in that elevated place where your strength 
is God's grace, your rule is God's word, and your end is the glory of the Lord. Somebody say, I am rising. First Corinthians 12, 31 calls it a more excellent way. A more excellent way. He says, I will show you a more excellent way. When people decide to be unkind, when you operate in the more excellent way, you show them kindness. When people decide to lament and be bitter and complain, you choose to forgive and shine the light of Christ. That, my friends, is a more excellent way. In your relationships, decide to be a giver. Decide to be the one who extends kindness and that is a more excellent way. The second thing you see from the eagle is a strong sense of vision and focus. From Job 39 verse 29, the Bible says, From there it spies out the prey. Its eyes observe from afar. From the elevated position, the eagle can see further than the ordinary person. And he sees both opportunity and danger. Why? They say your elevation determines your perspective. Let's say it together. Say my elevation determines my perspective. Once I stand on a high place, what you cannot see downstairs, I can see upstairs. So because the eagle is standing at an elevated place, what you can see, it can see. In the natural, a person standing on a skyscraper can see further than a person standing on the ground floor or the basement. So from the high elevated place, the eagle can see a mile away and see an animal that is moving because it stands at an elevated place. When Elijah said, I hear the sound of abundance of rain, there was still famine. There was still drought. But from a spiritually elevated place, he could hear sounds that no one could hear. May God open your eye to see what no one can see around you. Everything around you says dryness. Everything around you says famine. Everything around you says difficulty. And you say, I am rising. I am shining because you can see what no one can see. The eagle running a business, a school, a church, a family can see what will happen next year and begin to prepare. While everyone is moving in one direction, you start laying the foundation for something and it's only when it manifests that people say, how did you know? Because you are operating from the elevated place and you have a sharp sense of vision. That 
is the way of the eagle. It sees what no one can see and is able to move into it. The eagle has strength of vision. It's the only bird that can look right into the sun without being blinded. The beautiful thing about the eagle is that it has what they call 2020 vision. That means the eagle has two centers of focus. Now watch this. At the same time, the eagle can see four times sharper than the ordinary person. And so it can see in two directions at the same time. So a rabbit is running a mile away on the left and the eagle can see it and at the same time see a fish underwater. What does this mean in the 21st century, my friends? Some of the things that God will do in your life will require you to be multi dimensional you are doing big things in business and big things in ministry amen some of the things that god will do in your life will require you to see different opportunities in different directions but may god give you the grace to be multi-dimensional and multitasking May God give you the grace to be able to see different opportunities and seize them at the same time. May somebody see both the rabbit and the fish in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The acceleration God wants to bring into your life cannot wait for you to finish with one before you do another. There is something that God wants to do concurrently in your life. And I pray for the grace to be multi-dimensional may your eyes be opened may you have the courage to see both the rabbit and the fish there is something god wants to open your eyes to in this year and may you see it in jesus name what is number one what is number one an elevated position number two strength of vision and focus the third thing about the eagle is speed and agency speed and agency staying in job job chapter 9 verse 26 says they pass by like swift ships like an eagle swooping on its prey anytime the eagle is mentioned there is an emphasis on speed somebody say speed interestingly the bible chooses two things that don't go together a ship and speed a ship is big and heavy and strong so one will think that a ship is normally considered slow but the bible says they pass by like swift ships 
as you grow and get bigger naturally you become less mobile less fast very often churches businesses schools institutions even individuals when they are smaller at the beginning stages of their business very fast very responsive an opportunity comes and they can change and seize it that very day as they get bigger they become more and more bureaucratic an opportunity is right there and it must now pass through the receptionist to the supervisor to the line manager and the general manager and the ceo and by the time it reaches the board the opportunity is gone may the lord deliver us am i speaking to somebody so it's assumed that you cannot be big and flexible you cannot be big and responsive you cannot be big and fast as a result the bigger you get the more smaller people seize the opportunities that are meant for you but i came with an announcement for somebody that in the season of your life you are in like the eagle you will get bigger and stronger and still remain fast and flexible and responsive bible says of the eagle that it moves like a swift ship why is that important the eagle from that elevated position that it stands in scans the environment left and right and left and right now if you watch films about eagles when it spots an animal the bible says it swoops like the eagle you know what that means watch this if you haven't seen an eagle before and you are from ghana accra ghana or from a rural community in this country at least you have seen a hawk when a hawk sees a chicken it comes diving in to catch the chicken multiply that speed by 10 because when the eagle spots its prey because of that strong sense of focus it watches the animal and then locks the gaze like a photographer taking a picture of you saying you you are finished now after it locks the gaze and comes diving down no obstacle no speed no hindrance will prevent it it will catch the animal what does it mean for you that there are things and opportunities god will bring your way and as you try to seize them there will be obstacles sometimes somebody will say you cannot enter this place it's a reserved place it's a restricted opportunity sometimes people arrogate to themselves the power to determine who can enter and who cannot enter 
but when the lord gives you a vision and says this mountain is yours as you look at that mountain you lock it in your eyes and as you begin to move hey they will discourage you they will stand in your way but you will move with speed you will move with agency and you will take the land i said you will take the land i pray for somebody for the strength and fortitude to refuse to be discouraged because sometimes the biggest opportunities that come your way and the biggest testimonies you have are also the things that you faced the most discouragement if you allow setbacks and discouragement to define you you will miss out on what god has for you amen when god opens a window or a door of opportunity to you you can't put your hand in your pocket and walk like my pe master years ago he used to walk like this very slow and the subject he was teaching and the way he was walking it didn't match very slow with his hands in his pocket no agency nothing tell somebody you can't do that you can't oversleep in a season of opportunity if somebody told you that they got a visa appointment in an embassy that they normally give you four years for just the visa appointment and they tell you that the day of the appointment they overslept what will you tell them look at even look at how your face has changed you are like oh how yes but guess what we do that every day in a season of opportunity in a life-changing moment we relax like there's nothing at stake may god give you a sense of seasons and timing there is a season to sleep and there's a season to arise and shine in some seasons you must be always habakkuk says i will stand upon my watch i'm looking to see what god would do how can you sleep in that season and habakkuk 2 verse 2 says write the vision and make it plain that he may sleep that reads it is that what your bible said that he may relax that reads it that he may put his hands in his pocket that she may take it easy which version do you have which version new king james write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may do what that he may do what run when the vision is burning in you you can't stroll you can't sleep you can't relax you wake up and you are high you are you are excited you are ready to move new wine temple we can't afford to be lazy we can't afford to relax when god is moving when god is moving you run tap somebody gently tell the person run tell the person something is happening begin to run begin to run begin to run tell the person tomorrow morning don't oversleep Put your hands together for the Lord. 
The eagle operates from an elevated place, has a strong sense of vision and focus, and has speed and agency. Agency is a physical manifestation of your seriousness, your commitment, and your passion. It must be visible. Those around you must see it. You must feel it. Number four, effortless movement. Effortless movement. In Proverbs 30, verse 18 and 19, Bible says, there are three things that are too wonderful for me. Yes, for which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the air. The way of a serpent on a rock. The way of a ship in the midst of the sea. And the way of a man with a virgin. We will leave the remaining three. The last one will be dealt with on Wednesdays. Let's focus on the first one. The way of an eagle in the air. The movement of an eagle is a beautiful leadership phenomenon. The eagle understands that considering its size, if it flies like the crow, it will expend too much energy. Because of the sheer size of the eagle. So the eagle does not attempt to move like others move. It understands the importance of timing and wind currents. And as a leader, these two are critical in separating yourself from the crowd. Timing and currents. Let me explain. The eagle does not expend energy flapping its wings like the crow. Instead, the eagle typically waits for a strong wind or a storm. The storm that everyone runs away from is the one that excites the eagle. So once the storm or the wind starts, the eagle puts out the head to feel the speed. Is the speed good enough? If not, it waits. Once the speed is right, it takes off and for a few moments, it flaps the wings to get the, the motion correct, just like it happens with the airplane. It gathers momentum and then takes off. And then once the current is correct, it begins to float on the strength of the wind, almost like cruise control. Why is it so? The eagle has a wingspan of as long as nine feet. The wingspan. But it can float on the air currents because understanding enables it to know the right time to move and the right way to position itself. What that means is that in a period or season when others are flapping their wings, 
they are flapping their wings you are moving cool seemingly effortlessly where does that come in our walk with God we understand that the things that God wants to do we can't do it by might nor by power and therefore we don't rush we wait upon the Lord we wait for direction and then rest our case in him and as we do that he lifts us up when we begin to move others look at you and they are like ah, how come yours is going smoothly it is the hand of the Lord resting upon your life and resting upon your business and resting upon your effort and as you move on the wings of the eagle it becomes smooth may that be your story in this season I say may that be your story in this season others are flapping but you are asking God understanding when do I move when do I start what do I do how do I lift off in your business may you have understanding in your relationship may you have understanding in your school may you have understanding in your work with God may you have understanding effortless movement something God will do in your life would require you to understand timing the eagle is able to fly 10,000 feet above the ground if you want to understand 10,000 feet that is the height at which the planes that fly domestically from Accra to Kumasi that is where they fly and that is where the eagle flies may God lift somebody up beyond where ordinary people operate may God lift you up but that requires starting from an elevated place taking yourself out of the arguments that people make seizing from the confessions that people make and operating from the place of the power of the Holy Spirit the fifth and final one is very beautiful it's a commitment to relationship Deuteronomy 32 verse 11 and 12 it says as an eagle stares up its nest hovers over its young spreading out its wings taking them up and carrying them on its wings so the Lord alone led him and there was no foreign God with him amen when Moses was about to die he called Israel together and decided to teach them about their faithfulness the dependability the reliability the fidelity of our God and he wanted to teach them with a symbol an illustration that they will remember all their lives and guess what Moses chose the eagle he says as the eagle stares up its nest hovers over its young spreading out its wings 
taking them up carrying them on his wings so the lord alone led him and there was no foreign god with him the eagle is a relationship bed it is one of the only birds or even animals the few animals that actually are monogamous they marry the eagle takes a lifetime partner and keeps that partner so for obvious reasons the eagle does not rush into a relationship it makes its choice very carefully so let me tell you how the eagle proposes do you want do you want to know ladies do you want to know the men do you want to know let me show you how the eagle proposes so when the the female eagle is flying in the air and the male eagle likes the female the male eagle will approach and propose in the air and the female eagle will consider the proposal and say let's see how serious you are so the female eagle will go and break a little stick a twig and then fly into the air making a noise with the male pursuing the female then the female will drop the twig now if the twig falls on the ground guess what disqualified so the male's responsibility is to catch the twig before the twig falls to the ground so the male will dive down and catch it and the female will not stop she will fly higher again and drop it again and the male will chase it again and then she will fly higher again a number of times until she's convinced that this man is responsible is serious is committed is ready before she accepts the proposal maybe some of us must learn from the ways of the eagle you don't meet somebody on dayborn chapel sunday and wednesday tell pastor that you are engaged test before you trust amen i said test before you trust the eagle will take time to make a relationship decision because it's a lifelong decision is the person passionate about god is the person real it's important whether in relationship in business don't meet somebody and then you get excited you say i've met a new business partner we are going to hong kong do you know anything else about the person apart from the first day you met nothing but believe me it's powerful really and then when you find out that the person has swindled you you say pastor pray for me my heart is broken what can i do i'll pray but the reality of it is that very often we rush into making commitments without testing people's fidelity the eagle says take your time before you sign that contract 
read the fine print. Somebody say, I hear you. Now, when the Bible says the eagle tears the nest, what does it mean? It speaks to the issue of how the eagle, male and female, raise their children. If you leave children alone, they will reside in the nest with their parents because it's comfortable. The food is guaranteed. So you know what the eagle does? It will throw out the little eaglets. And naturally, once it throws them out, they will quickly come back. By the time they come, it has taken out the feathers. It won't say anything. It's taking out the feathers. Then it will throw them out again. And they will fly back. By the time they come back, it has taken off another layer of comfortable beddings. As it keeps throwing them out, and they're trying themselves and coming back, it's removing the burdens until at a point, it's left with the tons. You are welcome. This is home. But you are lying in the nest, and as you move, the tons are breaking you, and you are beginning to bleed. No one will tell the eagles to begin to fly. So once it gets to that point, when they throw them out, even if they can't fly, they will make the effort and fly. Because you are comparing the tons and you are saying the flying is easier. They build strength and resilience in the people around them. Somebody say, but what if you throw the, the eaglet out and it falls down and dies? Do you remember the rehearsal that was done during the proposal? It was a stick. They throw the stick before the stick hits the ground. Who goes catching it? The father. So when they throw out the eaglet, if it's not flying and it's going to crash, who goes diving? The father goes diving, catches it, puts it on his back, and brings it back. May the Lord give you wisdom for parenting. May the Lord give you wisdom for building relationships around you. That unique blend of love and discipline. Strength and care. You leave one out and the relationship will crash. The eagle shows us that you can love someone and also discipline them at the same time. The eagle shows us about fidelity. Take your relationship so serious that before you commit, you, you test the person that you can trust them. Before you employ, test them. Don't say, oh, the person comes to new wine. So no interview, no test. Then you employ them. And then they misbehave in the office. And you come to church council. I want to see the entire church council. This is very, very unfortunate. No. Test before you trust. Somebody say it to me, after me. Test before you commit resources. Somebody brings a nice business idea. You say there's money in it. You don't do your due diligence. And then you commit your entire life savings. And then your heart is broken. Check. That is the way of the eagle. Why am I stressing this? Because in this season, somebody is moving from small to big. 
some mistakes when you make them with ten dollars or a hundred cities it's painful but it's not painful when you move into the arena of ten thousand ghana cities a hundred thousand ghana cities and you make that mistake if you don't take time you won't recover again and because god is taking you to a new place you must understand the requirements of operating in an elevated place in this season of your life may god lift somebody up may somebody operate from an elevated position may somebody operate from the crack of the rock and the stronghold where others are running away complaining and giving up on life may your confession always be that i am rising and i am shining and as you declare god's word may god's word be a reality in your life may you move with speed and agency and may god surround you with quality relationships that will manifest his purposes in your life in jesus mighty name amen somebody celebrate the lord